to It's Okay to Be Gay, the podcast. Welcome to the first episode of It's Okay to Be Gay. This is Veronica Witt. And this is David Van Etten Witt. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today, uh, everyone who's out there listening on whatever devices you're listening on and coming to us from wherever you are. Um, so excited that you joined us on our uh, podcast today. I wanted to, uh, first of all, just welcome everybody, and I'm excited that you are listening and taking a chance on hearing what we have to say. I also wanted to provide everybody with a little bit of a background for who Veronica and I are and where we're coming from and the things that we wanted to uh, share and the concept that we had for where we wanted to go with this podcast and how the content we wanted to have come across. So first of all, thank you, Veronica, for uh, agreeing to work with me on this. Of um, course. I think it's... Agreeing. It's my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm excited. Um, so if you didn't catch it when we were introducing ourselves, uh, both Veronica and I share something in common. Uh, part of our last names, um, her last name Witt and mine Van Etten Witt. We both come from a long line of wonderful uh, Witt. Witt individuals. And Veronica and I are actually cousins. Um, our mothers are sisters. And I'm, I'm very pleased to have uh, similar blood and to share that with you, Veronica. Of so. course, me too. And it's just, I love that you and I are so close in age too. And you've always been more of a brother than a cousin. So even with distance, oh, thanks. but yes. <laughs> I feel the same way. Um, I do, I do have a sister of mine as you do yours. And, um, but yeah, I've, the, the closeness that we have in our family, I think, is oh God, is remarkable. Great. And cousins are the best. Yeah. If you don't have if you don't have cousins, I'm sorry. And if you don't have close relationships with your cousins, then I'm extra sorry because they're amazing. Right. It it always surprises me when I hear people talk about their family and they're like, oh yeah, I saw my cousin like five years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, wait, I know. Like, you don't you, you don't, don't talk to your cousins chat. all the time. You don't have a group chat with your cousins and not just your cousins, but your cousins once removed. I mean, come on. Right. Right. Get with the program. <laughs> you are missing out. No, we're we're very fortunate um, to be so close. I agree. I think. I agree. Um, so just a little background, I live in Plano, Texas. This is where I grew up, uh, up in North Dallas. And my family, my mom and my dad, uh, met when they were, actually that's a picture of them right up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, from when they were married. They, they met in Wisconsin, uh, where they both grew up. And that's where Veronica mm-hmm. is currently still living. Same, same. Yep, I grew up in a similar area to where our grandparents um, were uh, based most of the time we were, the whole time we were growing up. Uh, Straight too far, but um, yep, I'm in Madison, Wisconsin area and have been here for the last 15 years and I absolutely love it. I honestly can't see myself moving anywhere else, but I love it because we have kind of our cousin base and family spread mostly around this Midwest area. So um, we're always happy to be a little bit closer. Yeah, 
That was one of my favorite things, I think, growing up is coming up to see everybody in oh Wisconsin. My, God, yeah. my family, yeah, we, we would come up like twice a year and during the summer and stay for like two weeks and then over Christmas break, come up and stay for another two weeks. Oh and so uh, we were really lucky, I think, as a like extended family. We're the only ones outside of Texas, yeah. um, but having the chance to come to visit in Wisconsin and stay in touch with all of our family, I think, was really a blessing. So I, I was pretty grateful for that. I agree. And I think it's it, actually – It really made a difference. Oh, for sure. And I think it's amazing that we, even despite that distance and the separation, especially in the age of no technology like we have now, uh, that we all right. remained very close. And even though it was twice <laughs> a year, it was just like picking up where you left off. And that's just how it was. So. Yes. Yeah. So for, I think, my entire young childhood and into my entire, like, young adulthood, it's always in, like, Wisconsin for Christmas. Mm -hmm. It was really weird when I started dating my current husband now that uh, we didn't go to Wisconsin for mm -hmm. the first time. And I was like, what, what is this? This is not right. <laughs> I was like, we, we have a white Christmas, but it's not in the right place. Exactly. This isn't the right snow. <laughs> And so our so, families expand, right? It just is part of the circle of life. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. So you're wondering why are you here mm -hmm. on this podcast? Why are you listening to Veronica and I at this moment? Mm -hmm. And uh, my hope is that you are an individual who is going through a time in your life where you are looking for some sort of direction or some sort of guidance or having some sort of questions maybe about who you are, who you are, who you are. <laughs> um, maybe you are coming into a moment of self-discovery, um, starting to question things about your sexuality, starting to uh, wonder, you know, what your uh, orientation looks like. Maybe you have doubts or questions about your gender identity and you stumbled upon us somewhere and are slowly starting to seek some sort of information or some sort of relatability to your current state in life. Um, and maybe you are a teenager, an older teenager, maybe you are a young adult, maybe you're a slightly older adult. Um, anywhere you are in terms of your growth and your um, development right now, we are glad that you're here and glad that you're listening. Um, there's a small chance that you might be a hypercritical parent uh, who is <laughs> looking for um, maybe some relatability to help your child out. And We're good with maybe... hypercritical parents, by the way. Yes, yeah, we're very uh, comfortable dealing with <laughs> those types of adults. Uh, Veronica and I both can relate to that all too well. Um, <laughs> uh, and there's a, a smaller possibility that you are a ultra-conservative individual who stumbled upon our podcast and is here to um, judge and critique. Um, and that's okay, too. No I'm just yet. glad that you're listening. <laughs> So, yeah, wherever you come from, whatever your background is, whatever reason you're here, I'm just glad that you are here and that you're listening exactly. and that you are uh, spending some time with us today. So, yeah. So, David, what what initially spurred you on uh, to explore this?
this podcast and this oh, outlet? Good question. Yeah. So I've, I'm a podcast virgin, uh, as are a lot of people, I'm sure, who have <laughs> never done this. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny because I never in my wildest dreams thought that this would be something that I would do or something that I would think about or look into or develop or now create. Um, hopefully this is going to go beyond just this first episode. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but uh, yeah, so it's, it's funny. Like I, it's, it's March 4th, 2023. I had to look at the calendar to know that because I don't keep track of dates anymore. Who does? And I got married back in June um, June of 22 and I was we got married in upstate New York which is where my husband is from and uh, Veronica was actually there for our wedding hey. she shot our wedding for us which was phenomenal our pictures uh, yeah yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> although somebody it was, was shooting our wedding, wedding. <laughs> yeah there was somebody shooting at our wedding though which was interesting uh, in the background like as we're saying our vows the the, the, the rifle blasts um, I do remember that. We're, uh, it was very country yeah, we're, <laughs> we're, we're in a farm in upstate new york like you know surrounded by 500 acres and uh, somebody out there like hunting or shooting at targets, which it was just kind of comical at the moment, but I, that, that will stick with me. Yeah, right. Uh, wait, but yeah, so my husband and I drove up for the wedding uh, from Plano to up, upstate New York near Albany, and we're driving back, and I'm in the car, uh, and my husband Jake is doing all the driving because he doesn't like it when I drive. Correction, your reason. Tesla is doing all the driving. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. It was doing most of the driving. We still had to hold the okay, steering okay, wheel. Carry on, carry on. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it was doing a lot of the driving for both of us. And yeah, so I was sitting in the car and I was like, you know what? Um, and I, a little backstory before I get into like why we did the podcast or where I came up with the idea, but like, I never uh, like broadly came out to the general public, if you will. Um, even when like I engaged, got engaged and like, you know, had told all my, most of my family, all my family, like about my relationship and there was still like a large part of me that was like, you know what, it just seems silly that you have to have this like huge show or this like huge, like, Hey, I'm gay, you know? And, you know, like, mm, I was like, most of my close friends and people I talk to right now know like about my sexuality and know that I'm in a relationship and yeah, sure. I have like all these other like 900 Facebook friends or whatever, but I don't really ever talk to them and like maybe like a family photo here or there, you know? Uh, so it's like, it just seemed very like self-grandizing yeah. to like have that like huge coming out moment. But when we got married, I was like, that was one of the first things I did was like, I changed my status on Facebook to married and I uploaded um, a picture of, you know, my husband and I like at our, like under the, it wasn't an altar, but we were saying like arch. a little arboretum. Yeah. yeah, it was very it was a beautiful arboretum. And um, like posted a picture and I, I did like make that kind of like public announcement, you know? And I was like, you know what? It's, it was silly and maybe stupid that I didn't mm. like just do that but like big come out so. thing to begin with. I don't even think so because that's probably you know? your choice, David. And that's like no, everybody's it, choice, it was. you know? Like, and, and that's right. just how you are. You're a very humble person. And um, I think, you know, it, maybe that was just part of you is that, like, y you had accepted this for for however long. And 
you know, your close friends and family had accepted it to, to, you know, to some extent, or most, you know, most of them are, you can delve into that later, but like, you didn't, you didn't (laughs) need to, that wasn't part of your, you know, some people, you know, feel like that's what they need to do, like that for them is, Mm -hmm. is a way to, to be comfortable with themselves and to announce, you know, and that's very important yeah. for some people, I think, is to have this kind of reveal. I mean, you think about when people reveal that they're pregnant or they reveal that they're engaged, you know, these big life moments. And, like, that's to each their own. So, like, it's not silly that you didn't do a big proclamation by any means. It's just your true. personality and what true. you wanted true. comfort level, right? I mean, yeah, it's all true. what you needed true. to do to, to keep be true to yourself. Yeah, that's that's very true. And I think... Um, more so what I meant was that like, I shouldn't have ever worried yeah. about yeah. doing that, you know? Right. And it's, I, I did make a conscious choice not to, um, and that's what I was comfortable with. And it wasn't like that I was trying to like keep this from everybody, but I just felt like I didn't need to do that, but I right. should have felt like I could have. And in the back of my mind somewhere, there was still like a doubt or or a worry that mm-hmm. like how is this going to be perceived or whatever so i don't think that that greatly influenced my like decision not to sure. be so like but uh um but i know like in the back of my mind like that was kind of there so but yeah so driving back from her wedding i was thinking to myself like you know what like it would have been great if i had never even had to worry about that mm-hmm. or had never even had that doubt in my right. mind and I was like, it, it breaks my heart to know that there are other people out there who are in like a worse situation than I am that are like in a long-term gay relationship, you know, and are not able to um, share this part of their lives with their close friends and their close families. And they are hiding this mm-hmm. and they are worried about how their you know work is going to perceive them and how their church is going to perceive them and how their family and the reception of how would all that would look like, you know? And, and so I said to myself, I was like, self, that's what I call myself. Uh, we're driving and I said, self, wouldn't it be nice if there was a outlet for people just to share their stories about accepting who they are and coming to grips with their sexuality and their journey to um, embrace that and share that with their friends and family and to just kind of tell their, their, their progress in terms of, you know, realizing who they were as a gay person, accepting who they were as a gay person, how they came to grips and how they got to the point where they felt comfortable enough to, to share that with their friends and family, how that was received by their friends and family, and then kind of like where they went from there and how they're living now their life as a gay person and, you know, where they are in that, you know, continuation of their journey. Um, and hopefully that a lot of people who are in this LGBT community are living a, you know, healthy and fulfilled life now because they've accepted, you know, themselves and are accepted who they were and embraced that. And I, I just like found myself like kind of like brainstorming and like dreaming up this like scenario where there would be this resource or this like access to, you know, different people through different cultures, through different, you know, stages in their life who would have a chance to, you know, put all this stuff out for other people to listen to. And, 
as, to my knowledge at the time, you know, this was, you know, nine months ago almost, um, like I had never came across that online. Of course, you know, you hear people all the time, like, you know, coming out and, you know, talking about things, but there was never this like, like centralized, um, like place where you could go to just like casually listen to people share their stories and their right. adventures and their journeys. And so I thought I'm going to start a podcast yeah. um, and it's going to be all focused on this idea. It's going to be focused on this concept of just letting people who have gone through this and come out on the other side and are now living a healthy, safe, fulfilled life um, having embraced who they were as an LGBT person, um, like, you know, be able to, to share their story and, and putting all that in like one place um, and bringing it out to hopefully more than 10 people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so if you're one of those 10 people listening, Thank cool, you. tell your friends and then it'll be 11 sure. and then it'll be 12, you know. Um, but yeah, so that was my dream is like, how do we... I was like, there should be something like this, and there's no reason that there's not. And I was like, I'm just going to do this. Um, and so I started this like very long process of like brainstorming how this would work and doing some research into like what the best outlet is for recording a, a, a podcast. Uh, a podcast. I don't know. Why I have to put that in air quotes. Like this is a podcast. I don't need to air quote it anymore. Um, yeah. So. So here we are yeah. um, actu actualizing this idea that just like I wrote a mission statement. I came up with a purpose for the podcast, like all while we're driving back from New York, having just come from my wedding and having just like first time, like blasted out kind of, you know, my, you know, self to the to the world, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah I, think, so. I think, too, it's just it's about representation, right? I mean, that's a lot of people don't get representation especially marginalized you know people and lgbtq and 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 many other uh places and and people and backgrounds and races and everything and even just having one spot that you can hear stories that will potentially resonate uh, or find some commonality where you say oh i understand that or i had the same same uh, you know, interaction or this same hurdle to go over or this conflict that I had to deal with. And this is how, oh, you got over it. Oh, interesting. Maybe I can, I can have, have that be part of my life to get through, you know, or, or yeah. try that aspect. It's all just about connecting and hearing and hearing stories because we're all more common than we're uncommon or what's the what's the phrase we have more in common than we don't have in common at the end of the day so hearing that and reminding people actually um lgbtq um folks it's very important i think for yeah. to understand that there are Definitely. so many people out there with so many different backgrounds and stories and and these journeys and sharing those journeys is important and i think it's important for um LGBT people, Q people like myself to hear those stories because there's still very common threads that I, you know, myself and, and other people can gain from hearing those stories and to have that, um, that insight to people. So, yeah, definitely. I'm um, I was going to, 
<laughs> Me too. I, I was going to interrupt you after you said that you weren't part of the LGBT community and be like, wait, you're not. Um, but I, I know you're not. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, and that's, I don't know, that, like when I was thinking about all the people that I could ask to help me with this podcast and I like, you, you came to mind, I was like, you know, Veronica might be the perfect addition uh to this which that because... was my first question i was like so what am i going to bring <laughs> to the table for an lgbtq yeah, podcast yeah, yeah. as a straight and... <laughs> white woman <Yeah. laughs> question mark <laughs> right and yeah I, I said i was like well first of all i just need somebody that can banter with me really well um and will like keep me focused on this maybe um but like the the different people that you have met over the course of your many years working in the professional like healthcare environment and stuff, I think you probably know as many, if not more, like gay people than I do. So yeah, like your your ability just to draw on your personal experiences and the relationships that you've had and the encounters that you've had and be able to share kind of um, how you've uh, interacted with those those individuals and stuff is is an incredible resource. Um, so yeah, just not you know because you're not part of the LGBTQ community, like doesn't mean that you don't fit into this like podcast. Which I was like, no, Veronica is me perfect. So yeah, you're you're an invaluable resource because of all the like the wealth of knowledge and the um, background that you have in terms of just dealing with people and and your life experiences and stuff. So. Um, I just want to clarify too for everybody who's listening who's heard me continually say say LGBT and then leave off like all the other letters. Um, if no, when you hear me talk about the gay people or the gay community, I'm using that term like very inclusively to talk about you know gay males, lesbian women, uh, transgendered. Um, people who are, you know, questioning their identity, non-binary folks, everybody in the mix. So don't feel like I am uh, slanting you or your your community and specifically because we're not mentioning everything. So, I, um, yeah, when I talk, I tend to just, yeah, yeah. So when I talk, I tend to speak sometimes faster than I can think. So if I say something that is, uh, seems like a slip of the tongue, don't, Take that up. Don't be offended by that. God, that's in our, that's in our genes, David. <laughs> I know. Yeah, talking fast. Sometimes our uh, words get a little bit ahead of us, um, and that that's likely to happen repeatedly. But um, yeah, I do. I do want everybody who is a member of that that crowd to feel welcome here, to feel represented here, um, to be able to come here with their stories. Um, you know, cis males who have grown up and recognize that they have a homosexual or bisexual attraction, uh, cis females who have grown up and recognize that they have a same-sex or bisexual attraction, um, and con including and inclusive of all those people who have grown up a you know specific born gender and now feel that they more relate to you know opposite gender or something in between. Um, you all are welcome here and you all are respected here and you all are loved here. And I want to be able to share all of those stories with um, our listeners and to hear all of your journeys and your ventures, because each one of you brings something different to the table that I think is invaluable. 
And as you know, to our listeners who are members of this community, there is not a cookie cutter mold that any one of us fit into by any means. Um, Every one of us is somewhere on the, I want to say like spectrum, but somewhere in that crowd of rainbows. um, and, And nobody is one specific color or part of a specific group. We're all kind of somewhere in the mix of all those things. So exactly. I'm hoping that at some point too, you know, maybe there is some, um, you know, maybe parents or or even other family members who can help uh, stories for for the people that we have on here. So um, that is my hope as yeah, well. Yeah, definitely. And I I know from my background of of meeting individuals. Um, I used to be a teacher and I taught for many years, but um, my first teaching job was at this point 16-ish years ago, 15 years ago. And so I've, I know, right? <laughs> I'm so old. <laughs> Thank God neither of us look at it. It's, it's wonderful. We have a really good gene. Um, Thanks, Grandma. Yeah, right, right. Um, but so, some of my first students who were, you know, 10, 11, 12 years old when I first met them um, have now, you know, come out as bisexual or come out as gay. And it's just very interesting because. Like I would have never thought when I was teaching them as a you know sixth grader that that would be their kind of their their path or where they'd wind up, um, but I would love for them to be able to come and like share their stories too as as very young adults you know where they are in their journey, even most recently which was very I don't want to say very surprising but it it, it caught me off guard uh, I connected with a high schooler that I worked with um, like six years. Um, he, he was in middle school when I first started working with him, and this is like my most recent teaching job, but he recently graduated, and we just met up for coffee and stuff, and I had lost track of him and not kept in touch with him through his senior year, but uh, come to find out that, that he's gay, and when we met up, he was like, hey, do you still talk to my mom? And I'm like, no, why would I talk to your mom? Like, I never talked to your mom, like, even when I was, like, teaching you hardly, except when you were being a little turd and I had to, like, you know, like, put down my, you know. Um, yeah, but, and and he was like, oh, okay, yeah, because, like, I'm living with my boyfriend now. And I was like, oh, like, well, shit, good for you. Like, I didn't, like, I didn't expect to hear that. And that's, I mean, great news, you know, but there's, like, the prime example of somebody who's in a situation right now where literally like this, he is like the intended audience for our, our, our podcast. And it's not like to force people into coming out. It's not like to, you know, but like just letting him know that he is not alone in the you know current status or you know, his current position. Like there are, you know, thousands and thousands of youths out there that are going through this explorational period and, you know, kind of coming to grips with, who they are and embracing their sexuality and living out their sexuality now. And um, like, they can't tell their own parents because they're afraid, you know, and it's, and it's okay. Like you, you can be afraid. It's, it's fine Mm -hmm. to feel that way. Don't like, don't think that that's an abnormal or unwarranted feeling you know but there are other people who are going through that same exact thing as you and the people who have gone through that and have told their parents and are here now to 
tell their story like they they came out of that okay and like it the reception is not always the same um but there's a good chance that you'll be okay that's exactly what i was gonna say that every that that one foot in front of the other and it's just part of the process and yeah right to, to know that you don't you don't need to stay to stay quiet and closeted, but there's so many, so many variations in each person's personal life and connections that they have on why they, you know, maybe wouldn't be comfortable and why they do have that fear. And that's so individual yes. for everyone. But um, but again, finding yes. that, that common thread that they, someone can hear someone talking about their story and, and the problems that they had with their parents or their siblings or or employers, um, you know, and reasons why they won't, uh, they won't openly just talk about their sexuality. Um, mm-hmm. And I, you know, what, when I was teaching, I had several sets of twins that I worked with, which was really fun. Um, but um, each of them was so different and so unique, even the identical twins. And I was like, that really speaks volumes to our, like, humanity, because these children have undoubtedly almost been in the same room their entire life doing the same things their entire lives and even at 10 years old they have such hugely different you know 11 years old like hugely different personalities and different understandings of of the world and different understandings of like what somebody is thinking about them and it's like they they grew up in in this perfect like microcosm where they were experienced almost the same things at almost the same times their entire life and yet the way that one child is thinking about a particular situation is not going to be the way that another child is thinking about a particular situation Mm -hmm. so now expound that into the infinite um social you know spectrum across the the world where we have maybe there's two 18 year olds and they are both male and they're both coming out at the same time but like neither one of them are going through the exact same thing in their Mm -hmm. life or having the exact same thoughts but our stories are very uh, relatable, and so that's, I guess that's like, when you hear somebody who has gone through the same thing as you and come out okay, um, my, my hopes is that that will be motivational, that that will be helpful, that it will be therapeutic and comforting, um, and then that will give you, as people who are going through a progression in life, um, maybe tools that you needed or um you know you might hear somebody who said well this is how i did this or this is how i told somebody or this is how i'm dealing with living this way and you know if that just helps you take one step and one more step in your life um that's why we're here that's what i want is just this to be helpful um it to be informational it to be um enjoyable for people to listen to these stories and yeah that's that's our goal i think um and just so at the end of the day you know that it's okay to be gay there's nothing wrong with that you know to be gay yeah hence our hence our podcast right (laughs) that's the natural very good right (laughs) exactly um so i'm i'm very excited for this like first episode um to to get this out there for letting people hear kind of about us and at some point in time i'm going to tell my story and my journey um, explain the difficulties that i overcame as well but 
I thought it was very important just for initially for people to get to know you and myself, um, self, David, self, uh, and just kind of get an idea about what we're going for here, right? Yep, exactly. And my good friend, Erin, um, she is going to be assisting us with this podcast as we go forward. Um, there will be times that Veronica and I can't um, be on a call together or, um, you know, speak with somebody and listen to their story together. Erin um, is going to help kind of fill in the gaps and kind of co-host uh, with us. And hopefully um, she's actually in town right now. She uh, is back in Plano. She lives in um, south of Fort Worth right now, but actually in town. And so I'm hoping that she's going to be able to come by and that we can get a quick clip with her as well. If we do today, that's great. If we don't, it'll be sometime later. Uh, but you'll get to meet Erin and you'll get to hear a little bit about her story and how Erin and I know each other and about what her background is and where she's coming from in bringing her wealth of knowledge and resources and humor uh, to this to this podcast and this adventure as well. So it should be fun. Mm -hmm. We always anyway. have fun. Right? <laughs> So thank you guys, um, all of you who are listening and have stuck with us for the last 30 some minutes. Uh, I appreciate you being here. I look forward to sharing uh, some wonderful tales with all of you and having you uh, tune in for our next episode. We're shooting for a bi-weekly production on this. We'll see how that goes. Maybe it'll be more, could be a little less. We'll, we'll see how things go. I'm not really tied to anything at this moment. Fill it out. Uh, yeah, exactly. So we're just kind of going to roll with this and, and see what comes of it. Um, but appreciate you guys tuning in for episode one, our introduction episode to the It's Okay to Be Gay podcast. And I hope that you all have a wonderful day. Uh, please know that you are loved and respected and appreciated just like you are. Thanks, David. Love you. <laughs> I love you too, V. All right, everyone. I will catch you the next time we see you.